Welcome to this week's edition of Uber Tales with Justin Pilgrim, your Red Deer Uber driver guy. Anyway, today we are talking about L-O-V-E. It is very special because uh, it is Valentine's Day and my wife and I celebrated our 25th Valentine's Day yesterday as we went and watched Birds of Prey together. Saw Margot Robbie and her posse of friends take down the bad guys if you haven't seen it that's what happens sorry i wrecked the movie i'm not a movie critic i'm an uber driver but anyway today we're talking about love and all the different kinds of love that you can find in the uber car anyway i like to give props to uh my wife for sticking with me 25 years of Valentine's Day. And uh, just so you know, we celebrated yesterday and a couple days before because I knew that I'd be driving tonight. It is a Friday and it is Valentine's Day. So I had to make sure that happened or else I'd be in big trouble and she'd hate my guts. Anyway, uh, word to the wise, don't buy flowers, buy plants and or teddy bears. They don't die as fast and teddy bears last forever. So... That's a nice, easy way to make sure you get a winning gift. So today we're talking about love. Well, Red Deer is a strange place when we talk about love. And uh, I'm just going to start with a warm-up. There's this girl that I coached uh, in rugby for a few years. And uh, just saw her tonight, dropping her off with a friend. And it was pretty fun. And I'm like, hey, I won't mention her name, but... uh, I drove a guy who had a crush on you and wanted to date you. And she's like, who was it? And I was like, I can't remember his name. And it was really weird because, you know, I picked up this guy and he talked and talked. And he's like, oh, you know, so-and-so. And I'm like, yep, yep. And uh, yeah, I used to coach her rugby. So anybody who knows the rugby scene in Red Deer might know her. But anyway, I'll choose to keep her anonymous for her own embarrassment's sake, because she's pretty shy. Anyway, this guy, he was befriending this player that I used to coach, and uh, she's a pretty girl, and, you know, she does her own thing, and he had a hardcore crush on her, and so we're talking in the car, oh, blah, 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 oh, you coach Trump, yeah, do you know so-and-so? I'm like, yeah, I do. He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, she shot me down so hard. So... Yeah, props to her for friend zoning this guy. He's a nice guy. And then um, the story goes on. I picked him up a couple months later. And I'm like, hey, I remember you. Yeah, you're the guy who likes this player that I used to coach. He's like, yeah, this is my new girlfriend. So we should probably talk about something different. So, yeah, that made that kind of awkward. All right, that's story number one. Nice warm-up. Story number two. There is a large... Uh, Asian population in Red Deer and uh, there's a few gentlemen who are part of the LGBTQ community which is fine however I am not part of that club or gender identification or sexual preference at all and so I would just like to say for all the people out there if you're part of that community it's really awkward for a person who isn't part of that community to be hit on real hard by 
by that. And so it, it was a weird day, I would just like to say. Um, yeah, I've had a couple of those experiences now. It's really strange where a guy looks into your eyes as you would if I was to look into my wife's eyes and say, you have really pretty eyes. It's just not a comfortable thing that I've experienced. I don't know. You might be more comfortable with something like that. It kind of was strange for me. It wasn't my favorite thing. He was awfully friendly. Um, yeah. And so it was an interesting moment. So now on to the real story. There's this gentleman. His name was Paul. And uh, so I go to pick up Paul from the north side of Red Deer. And I'm pretty excited. You know, I'm kind of new into Ubering. This is like in October. I've been sitting on this story for a few months now. Only a few people know it because it's kind of an interesting situation. And so anyway, I go to pick up Paul. And out comes not Paul, but a lady about five foot four, 230 pounds. She's not not pretty, but she's not pretty either. You know, she's a little bit larger and, you know, a little heavier set. And uh, anyway, she got, uh, she comes into the car and I'm like, hey, you don't look like a Paul. She's like, ha ha ha. And she told me her name. I don't actually know what her name is anymore. But anyway, we're going to call her Wanda. So Wanda gets into the car and uh, she's wearing kind of a skimpy dress, but not really. Like it's it's kind of like one of those dresses, a baby doll dress maybe is what they call it. Anyway, it was a low cut shirt. She was pretty busty and she was just everywhere, all over the place. Anyway, so I picked up this, not Paul, but this Wanda, we'll call her Wanda. She gets in the car. She's super friendly. We're having a great conversation. We're talking about her dogs and she loves dogs and blah, blah, blah. And she said, oh, I got to stop at Sobeys and I got to go pick up my dogs. I'm like, okay, let's go pick up these dogs. And so, or pick up the food for the dogs. So we're talking and she's super nice and, you know, just a great person altogether. And we stop at Sobeys. She leaves the car and then it starts. Sitting there. Right. What's that smell? So I smell my shirt. Smell my armpits, you know. Gotta make do a smell check on my armpits. And then uh yeah. I couldn't figure it out. And so I sprayed some cologne and some air freshener in the car. And uh just waited there. Listened to a little bit of a hockey game while she was away. Waited, 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 waited. But the smell was just kind of lingering and I couldn't figure out what it was. It's very strange. But anyway, she comes back into the car, all bubbly, super nice personality. And I'm like, oh, well, how is Paul? Oh, well, you know, Paul, he's kind of skinny. Skinny guys aren't really my type. He was like really tall and bony and kind of whatever. And But, you know, Paul's a great guy and, you know, see each other every once in a while. I'm like, oh, okay. So, you know, they're friends and whatever. But, uh, so I'm trying to piece this story together. And so I go, hey, Wando, so what do you do for work? Finally get to the what do you do for work question. That's a good one when you're just stalling for time. As I'm driving her to her house in central Alberta in uh, Red Deer here. And uh, she's like, hey, well, you'll never guess. I'm like, okay. 
I'm an escort, and she's proud of it. She's big smiles. I'm like, oh, well, just dive right into that, won't you? She's like, yeah, I'm an escort. I'm not ashamed of it. I make good money doing it. I'm like, oh, well, how much can you make? She's like, well, some nights I can make like $1,000 a night. And then I'm thinking to myself, all right, that's okay, I guess. But, like, you're not the most attractive person in my mind. But, you know, to each his own. Everybody has their preferences. And if you can make $1,000 a day, that's huge money. But if you're making $1,000 a day, why are you taking an Uber? I guess is the other question I had in my mind. But, hey, you should be driving a hot Maserati or something like that. But, anyway... So we got onto this talk, and she was talking about how she doesn't really like Paul, but she sees Paul every once in a while, and and then it's like, oh yeah, but she's an escort, so she saw Paul. She went to meet with Paul. And as we're talking, I'm just thinking to myself, oh, Paul. And then it hit me. I, I understood what the smell was. It was not good. I'm just trying to close my eyes to get myself back in that. It was just like, ugh. <laughs> so bad. Sitting there in the car, and I'm like, oh, oh, you're an escort. And you're Paul. But you're not. <laughs> oh. And then it hit me. She's got the worst crotch rot on the planet. So bad. If she makes $1,000 a night, man. Like, she's got to clean up, man. That's just, oh, it's so bad. I'm telling you, I am no sensitive to certain things, and this was bad. It was, like, the worst crotch rot experience I've ever had. Let me tell you about how sensitive I am. When I was changing my kids, when they were babies, I had pretty much a hazmat suit on. I had a gas mask and gloves and goggles and the whole nine yards. But this lady, she was sitting in my car... And Paul was also there, and it was disgusting. It was the grossest smell I've ever smelt out of a human being. Oh, you'd think a person who makes a thousand bucks a night, which she probably doesn't, but like, oh, it's so gross. So I drop her off at her house, so nice. Probably one of the nicest people I've met. Maybe she was advertising, I don't know. But it was, it was, oh, it's so bad. So I drop her off, and as soon as she gets out of the car, oh, uh, 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 a big waft just punches me in the face. Just like, uh, just grows. Even thinking about it is just sick. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm yakking, and I'm like, oh, no, I got to go. And so she gets out of the car, uh, and she walks into her house, and I close the door. I drive away as fast as I could. I got about 30 feet and I couldn't do it anymore. I had to open the door and throw up. I had to throw up out of the side of my car because her freaking crotch rot was so nasty that it made me barf. If you ever wonder what goes on in an Uber car, let me tell you, that was disgusting. And then what happened is I got a call right away. It was just like, bing, oh, go pick up so-and-so. And it's like four minutes away. I'm like, how in the world am I going to get to this person? And this car smells so bad. Man, I was spraying the cologne everywhere. I was spraying the 
the the air freshener all over the place. I could not handle it. It was so disgusting. And all I knew is this smell has to get out of the car before it gets to the next person because it's toxic. It was so bad. So anyway, that was my story of love. The first two were just kind of primers, but that last one, let me tell you. I don't know if I'd call that love, but Paul... He probably overpaid, I would think, for sure. And oh my gosh, nastiness is all I got to say about that. And uh, But anyway, for all you lovebirds out there, uh, make sure uh, you clean yourself when you're done. That's <laughs> <laughs> ah, just too much. You shouldn't even talk like that. It's so gross. But anyway, let me tell you, that was so bad. Uh, I don't even want to have to experience that ever again. Anyway, I'm going to let you go. That's the Uber tale of the week. And uh, another enjoyable installment. And hopefully I'll get better at this as I continue on. Enjoy your love night. And I hope that everybody is safe and gets home safe in a nice Uber. And uh, yeah, this is Justin Pilgrim out with Uber Tales. <laughs>